What's kicking chickens? Never thought you'd hear from us again, did you? Welcome back to the final installment of Can We Fix It? I am your host, Maura Walsh, joined as always by my lovely and talented co-host, Jennifer the Vulpinator Douglas. How you doing, love? I'm really tired, Maura. I'm really, really tired. What? I don't even, I can't even imagine why that would be. Yeah. All right. You know what? Actually, let's just start. Let's just start with the most obvious, right? So we're we're going to cover some of the general election stuff. Um, and and we'll we'll end on a positive note, something new and different for us. Yeah, we'll give you um, a little little hope at the end there. A little hope at the end. Um, but you know, starting with the race that obviously hit pretty fucking close to home for both of us. Um, Morgan v. Douglas, part three. Unfortunately, the same outcomes as part one and two. It's like a Rocky movie, but sh- like a shittier. What is it? What is it that they call it when you keep doing the same thing over and over again and get the same result every single time? I believe it's called insanity when you expect the result to be different. And I call it losing. So we're all on the same page here. Listen, you might have been on the losing side. I'm still not convinced you were on the wrong one. Exactly. Just Um, because you lose doesn't mean you're wrong. So now you're a private citizen. Could we maybe hear your actual thoughts on Senator Elaine Morgan? Because you've been so fucking well-behaved this last year and a half of just like, I'm not saying nothing. I'm just going to keep my fucking mouth shut. And I just, I got to know, how do you feel about uh, losing to Elaine Morgan? Yeah, not great. The answer is not great. Um, Yeah, it feels awesome that I was able to get up this weekend and I didn't have to get up and knock doors and talk to people who didn't want to listen to me. But generally... Um, it does not feel good losing to a right-wing Parents United whack job and uh, who thinks that aborted fetuses flavor Pepsi. Yes, that is true. <laughs> she wrote it in an email. I have concrete proof. Or somebody that spent her campaign funds on $875 worth of Patriot coins, whatever the fuck Trump shit that might be. Oh my God. It also, in case you don't know what the Parents United slate stands for, those are the parents who don't believe that you should teach your kids things in school like, I don't know, consent and bodily autonomy, which is really fucking rich considering that my opponent's son has allegedly been involved in numerous court cases, the same case for having sex with a 14-year-old child that he met on Snapchat. (laughs) So for all of you that, you know, didn't think that was awesome, I appreciate your support and your vote. The rest of you need to like kind of dig deep and do a little soul searching. Oh my dear sweet baby Jesus. Here's the thing is that like, I think I uh, tweeted something right after the primary where I was like, yo, I woke up with the same governor, same lieutenant governor, the same senator, the same rep, the same council person. Like, who the fuck is this working for? You know what I mean? Like, who exactly is this system working for? And when, uh, I mean, I guess part of me knew, right, what a weird side of Rhode Island your home is yeah. because like I remember going to the Washington County fair for the first time and seeing, and I'm so sorry. This is just so goddamn funny to me and seeing Confederate flags. Yeah. At the Washington County fair. And yeah. now here's, I just need to like, I, my brain just needs to like walk through this out loud. Okay. So our team, the North was the winning team. Correct. And the right team. Correct. And you were like, no, 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 no. I don't want to root for the right team. I don't want to root for the winning team. I want to root for the wrong losing team. Many years after it has met, like, that is hilarious to me. That would be like while Tom Brady was still on the Patriots being like, no, I'm a Buccaneers fan. Why? Right. Why? I don't. I want to be on the side of the losing team that's associated with hideous amounts of racism. Like, I have to go out of my way to associate with this shitty team. Right. Like, I got to import jerseys yeah. of this shitty team. We're not making them around here because those that wasn't our team. Yeah. Like, I should have known then that, like, 
it was entirely possible that these people on purpose would pick Elaine Morgan. And to that, I say, you fucking deserve her. Well, that's the whole thing. You, you get the representation you deserve. If that's what you want, that's what you got. And honestly, I'm not bitter about it. I really don't care. It's fine. Um, it's nice to not be fucking running anymore. Yeah. Even I am like the devil it's in all nice. of my political friends' shoulders because I am the one who's secretly rooting for all of my friends to lose. Not because I don't want them to win, but because I don't want them to win because then they have to fucking do that job and that job sucks. Yeah. That job blows ass. So like... Every time yep. one of my friends loses, I go, oh, my God, congratulations. I am so fucking happy for you. That I got so, the congratulations text, oh, that and I so loved it. Oh, so great for you. Oh, thank God, because yep. I'll be honest, the alternative was horrible. Yeah. That's like winning a sporting event, and the prize is that you get kicked in the nutsack. Like, wait, what? But I won. I thought I won. Yeah. 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 You're you welcome. Did win. Enjoy. Wow. wow. Enjoy this kick in the balls. You won. Now, one of the things um, that struck me about this election, um, <laughs> somebody said, oh, yeah, you must be like really happy with all the Democrats that won. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was definitely my emotion on election night. Happy. That's for sure. That was exactly where my feeling wheel went um, and not what the actual fuck. Um, so starting on a personal level with the mayor of Providence. Um, and honestly, this is applicable to a lot of the races, um, up and down the ballot, uh, city and statewide. So in the mayoral race, the vote was unnecessarily split, um, because everybody believes themselves to be the best candidate for the job. Now there were only what, like three people in the Providence mayor race. Right. Um, so it wasn't quite as egregious, but realistically, if you're doing polling, as things are going along and you realize that you're polling in the single digits mm -hmm. or like the low teens, it is your moral obligation to drop that like plan and pivot and, um, and, you know, try and combine forces with whatever other progressive is in the race with you. And, you know, everybody, all the Bernie bros were pissed at Bernie when he did it. But it is like a necessary evil of politics unless you want the unnecessary evil that mm -hmm. is Brett Smiley. Um, which, side note, a coworker of mine just moved to Rhode Island and they were out with their significant other uh, to dinner or whatever. And Brett Smiley was there and everybody was like talking to Brett and, you know, my colleague was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, what? What do you do? Because he, <laughs> he just looked here at like the venom in Brett's eyes. And he was like, I'm the mayor elect. And my colleague was like, oh, where? <laughs> and he was like, of oh, here. This is so cute. I love it. Of here. And as my colleague was telling me this story, they were like, really? They're like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And I was like, no, they need that. You don't understand. Sometimes they fucking need that. Sometimes they need somebody to be that like, who the fuck are you? Amazing. I don't know you. Um, but yeah, that shit was just absolutely adorable, especially considering how many bajillions of fucking Brett Smiley signs with his big dumb face on it. There were all over the fucking city. That's amazing. That you could just then look at me. He's very forgettable. I mean, I get it. Um, I mean, Mr. Mayor, I'm sorry. I should be more respectful of the man that's about to gentrify the three blocks in Providence that are left to gentrify. Um, but this brings us to, um, you know, we, we ended up with Brett Smiley because Gonzalo and Nirva split the vote and Nirva was far enough behind Gonzalo. And like, if she, you know, my thought process really is like, if you care about this state, if you care about the place that you're about to represent, Don't you have selfish. to care enough about them to like fall on your fucking sword sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, like that's part of like being a good, you know, representative or set like, you know, I, I say citizen, representative in general, it. because like you're representing yeah. the people, you know what I mean? And like yep. being a good representative of the people is knowing that like, you don't want to saddle them with a fucking Brett Smiley. You have to let your pride take a backseat sometimes. And that brings us to fucking governor race. Uh, <sighs> that hurt, man. That hurt my feelings having to fucking vote for Dan McKee. 
on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like on purpose. Yeah. Like I, I wish you guys could see my face right now. Cause I'm just like so goddamn dejected at the idea that anybody would have to vote for Dan McKee because he was the lesser of two evils. The man currently under investigation by the FBI was the lesser of two evils. And I soothed my soul a little bit because in, yeah, I know it doesn't mean anything, but Peter Narona said that he was voting for McKee with a clear conscience. So yeah, let me let me use that as my reasoning more. You should see the look she's giving me right now. Guys, I'm grasping at something here, withering, okay? Let me withering have this. stare is the most adequate description, I would think. Let me have this. You can have this. I need it. I need something. Well, honestly, it's better than Ashley Callis, who mm. I recently re- uh, was explained to me that I've been saying her name wrong. It's Callis. But who she's cares? a Callis bitch, so I've been calling her Callis, and I stand by that. Not like um, she's going to stick around long enough for us to need to know her name anyway. That made me laugh so fucking... Like, this woman clearly knows nothing about our nativist, elitist asses. First of all, that you think you could move here and within 12 months file to run for fucking governor? Fuck you, lady. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Not happening. Never fucking, like barely seen the whites of her eyes and she's like hi i bet you i could run this state and all of us unanimously were like i bet you fucking couldn't okay (laughs) then first she came out with that nonsense about like oh i'm gonna do like six months here and then six months remote because my kids are finishing school yeah and every rhode islander was just like no and she was like okay well that's uh, Change the plan. Never mind. Just kidding. I never said that. Delete. Scrub that from the fucking internet. Yeah. But the one that made me laugh my fucking ass off because I just imagine her team trying to explain to her why everybody is so fucking angry with her. Okay. (laughs) When she put out that ad, remember that TV ad where she called it Paw Tucket? Oh, Jesus. Yes. And everybody lost their fucking minds. She was like, from one socket to Pawtucket. Everybody was like, no! Just everybody fucking... There's a collective shout of anger. Add down. Did it take the ad? Can you imagine her staff having to be like, yeah, you pronounced it wrong. And her being like, like, I'm sorry, wait. Time the fuck out. Everybody wants my head on a pike because I said Pawtucket instead of Pawtucket. Like, yes, Yes, correct. It is correct. correct. Also, uh, just for clarity's sake, it's one socket. It's not wound socket, you fucking plebe. You like, tried, Ashley. You really tried. Oh, my God. That Maybe shit, a little. That shit made me laugh. I was like, Rhode Island delivers. Yes. Like, that was peak Rhode Island. I will say, though, it made me nervous down where I was. Oh, where I lived, it was Kalis, Fung, Everywhere, Kalis and Fung, Kalis and So there was like Kalis no indication Fung. that you weren't going to win this election then, Jen. <laughs> so what All you're right. saying is nobody could have predicted. What I'm saying is I am well aware that every two years I am the sacrificial lamb to District 34 because I feel like it is my civic duty to run for office and at least let people vote for someone for that position. Next time we're putting a trained monkey in my place and we're going to see what happens. And oh it'll God. probably get the same amount of votes oh and God, Elaine Morgan will want? still win. That would be fucked up. If the monkey then it would wins, mean it was just you, Jen. That would mean if you hire a drunk monkey to run for office in D34 and it wins. Actually, you know what? Those dumb assholes would vote for a monkey. They'd be like, it'd be fun. It'd be like a monkey. It'd be fun to have a monkey standing there. This is coming from the town that had to vote upon having a pet parrot at Burlingame Park. So, you know, it tracks. That was you assholes? Fuck you, yes. Oh, fuck we you. Are, we are known for our what are parrot the, What are the outdoor toilets called I never outhouses remember. outhouses and, and fucking pet parrots jesus christ what? yeah welcome to fucking what is, is i i lived there for fucking a month is it richmond yeah i live in charlestown, charlestown. but it's richmond charlestown exeter and west greenwich yeah that district 30 valley is yeah. like a bunch of different things it's a bunch okay. of different so things. when i i'm not just pulling it out of my ass when i say richmond right no okay. you're right you are Make correct sure. you drove through richmond every single time right. i, get to I my was house. pretty sure well, honestly, like one of my favorite things about that state, there were a couple. One is that at the time I was 
uh, shall we say, in between apartments. That's such a delicate way of putting it. Um, but I did a good enough job disguising that that was what was happening, that my son genuinely thought that we were on vacation at Jen's house. <laughs> I loved that and so much. So this year, like June or July, towards the end of school, he was like, isn't it about time that we like took our vacation at Jen's? <laughs> and I was like, word, we fucking nailed that. Yes. Um, we also just had such a great time with you guys. It was like, wonderful. It was I, we loved having Malcolm in the house. My kids loved him. Ellie and Malcolm hung out no, quite like, often. Like they talked about fucking pod. rocks and they have stuffed matching keychains. They're like they're a yeah, whole vibe. They're they're cute as hell. And then we did have a good vacation day down in Westerly. We went to Musquamacate. We went swimming and had a fun time at the beach all day and took them on rides and played at the arcade. Oh, my God. That was magic. Yeah, it was magic. Um, but then the other thing that was really good about me staying down there for a while is that, like, it is so easy to, like, straight up become a Rhode Islander and just be like, oh, 40 minutes. I'm not driving 40 fucking minutes. Gross. Uh, so um, far. So far. Um. And I was working in Providence still. And so we were up at like 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Uh, we were actually, Going no, we were, out, we were out at like 5.30 or 6 in the morning to be able to get him to, to daycare and me to work on time. Yep. Um, and I learned to like actually enjoy the drive. And now I find that I say a lot less. Yeah. That I, like when I somebody nothing. tells me something is like an hour, I'm like, oh, word. Yeah. That's fine. bad. Like, it's I think fine. I even came to your fucking fundraiser after that because I was like, dude, yeah. that's an hour. Who you did. You jumped down, hour? like, jumped down to Westerly. I was like, holy shit, Maura, you came out. And you're like, yeah, yeah it's nothing. Well, now, yeah. And yeah. so, honestly, I feel like every once in a while, us fucking city folk need that shit because, like, I live 15 minutes away from everything. Right. I live 15 minutes away from fucking everything. And so that's why it's so easy to be like, Charlestown is gross. It's so, so far. far. Isn't that like another state? Uh, um, I mean, close, but. Now we understand why Ashley Callis thought she had a shot here. Um, <laughs> I say that all the time. Is that like one thing that sucks about living in Rhode Island is that it is the littlest pond that you can pick. And so people who are little fish in ponds like, say, Massachusetts or Illinois or Florida think that they can move to rather than just like becoming bigger fish by like being better people or more interesting people, mm -hmm. they just move to a smaller pond. So they're like, I'll be a big fish here. Yeah. And like, sometimes it works and sometimes it fucking doesn't. Ashley, how does that taste? Eat my dust. Um, but the only reason that our fucking stupid ass governor's race came down to Dan, Dan, the forgettable man and Ashley, I will punch you in the face if you don't vote for me, Callis, is because the egos on some of these fucking assholes are so big and ridiculous that we can't have nice things. Never. So I am just going to go ahead and say it for the people who can't. Luis Daniel Munoz and Matt Brown should have much, much earlier accepted that nobody wanted them to be the governor. Um, the first time that Matt ran for governor, I appreciated his motivation. He yeah. said, I waited until the last minute and nobody pulled to run right. against Gina. And so I pulled to run against Gina because I thought that people deserved a choice. What the fuck was the reasoning this time, Matt? Yeah. There were like 7,000 people and their mothers and their mother's uncles all running for office. And you were like, but none of them would do as good of a job as I would. And when you realized after poll, after poll, after poll, none of which you conducted, because it's not like you had the fucking money for that, that you were nowhere <laughs> near the top. Why did it not ever? Like, nowhere. Nowhere near the top. I don't nowhere. think he ever wrote, like, 11 fucking percent in a poll. Like, I was proud of you when you hit double digits, dude. Like, why did you, why did you do this to us? Both of you, why did you do this to us? I literally would rather have a fucking Helena folks. I'm not going to argue with you on that one. Than a Dan fucking, because you know what? At least Helena is not currently being investigated by the FBI. My God, how low is the bar that I have to fucking set for success for you guys to not be able to clear it on your tippy toes? I hate you. But Brittany Rona said it would be okay. 
What? Peter Nerona said it would be okay. I still have to cling to that. Well, here's the thing. That's what it is going to be, Jen. It's going to be okay. It's going to be meh. It's going to be average. It's not going to be terrible. It's not going to be good. It's going to be a governor. Yeah. Cool. It'll be fine. Maybe in four years, I'll have somebody who gives a shit about me. You know what the most offensive thing that Governor Dan McKee personally did to you and I this year? That I I nearly had a full-on fucking stroke when I realized this, okay? He put out an ad that said that he was going to give everybody with kids $250, mm-hmm. okay? This piece of shit waited until like two weeks before the General Assembly. And they had Seth Magaziner's name on them. He sent out. checks with Seth Magaziner's name with a note explaining that it was from him. I know this said that it's from Seth, but I want to be clear. I gave this to you. Don't fucking act like Seth gave this to you. Seth is just the treasurer. He has to sign it. This is a gift from me, Dan McKee, your governor. Don't forget. It's me, Dan. I know you forget the minute I walk out of the room. You forget who the fuck I am. And then you see me and you have a vague recollection. Like, I feel like I know that guy. Does he work at my Dunkin'? Does he work at my Dunkin' Donuts? (laughs) Why do I have a vaguely positive association? Not a totally positive association. Because you definitely fucked up my coffee six days out of seven. But like a vaguely positive. Oh, oh, it's because you one time in four years gave me $250. That is fucking insulting, Daniel. I'm using your Christian name now. (laughs) Daniel Mediocre McKee. Your full name. I know you haven't heard that since you were in trouble as a child. Daniel Mediocre McKee. $250 in four years is the biggest dick slap (laughs) in the face. You just like teabagged every fucking parent in this state. Like, yeah, vote for McKee. Fucking take it. You're gonna like it too. Like, fuck you, dude. That was, and I, when I got that check and I read the letter and I went, I clearly misunderstood. I thought he was giving me something useful. So I guess in my brain, I thought he was continuing. Remember when we were getting 250 from Uncle Joe? Yeah. I was like, dude, he's picking it up at the state level. That's that's fucking dope. That's what's up. Nope. No. No. One time only. One time only. Right before an election. Cool. That pays for uh, half of a week of child care. Appreciate you, boss. Fuck you, sir. Fuck you. Out of touch piece of shit. Jesus. God. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Louise. Really appreciate you guys. Really appreciate because God forbid a woman have a fucking shot at the title, right? Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, guys. guys uh, so psych. No. Fucking excellent. Speaking of, of women who deserve better, um, the Democratic Party of Rhode Island, I mean, for me, this election was proof that nothing has changed with Joe Shikarchi at the lead. Not a single fucking thing has changed. Now that Nick Mattiello's gone, they have just picked up the scumbag baton and continued to carry it. And nothing makes that more evident than what they did to our girl, Janine Cawkin. Like when your own party nominates and endorses a bag of wet newspaper and hair clippings over a Senator who was ranked number one on Rye rank, number one, number one Senator for uh, environmental civil liberties, uh, uh, justice legislation, fucking constituent communication. She had more town halls. This bitch was in a coma yeah. for like two months out of the fucking session and still had more town halls than all of you other pieces of shit. And you guys were like, mm, I'd rather have an asshole. Thank you. Mm, good day. Literally like, like woke up out of a coma and said, please bring me my laptop so I can see what's going on in the Senate. Because she fucking gave a shit. Which like but no. Which like no. Fuck, fuck you, Dan, her husband. Right? Yeah. She comes out of a coma. Good to see you. Just, Fetch my laptop. Dear. It's just immediately like, wow, thank God I survived that. What was the vote on minimum wage? Like, fuck you, Janine. <laughs> yep. And that's what you gave up. That's yeah. what you gave For up. For a fucking bag of Pepier Mache. Good for you. You get exactly what the fuck you deserve. I hope he never answers your phone calls. 
I know. I hope you need something and you never get what you want. I hope he turns all your parks into fucking Amazon superstores. Yeah. I hope that he like turns Connecticut Point into like a billionaire beach and uh, you people aren't even allowed to like go visit. I, I hope. I hope that they put in a new Rocky Point that's just like the old Rocky Point. So everybody lines up and they get super excited and it's going to be really fucking nostalgic and we're all really happy. Then you get there and they're like, psych, we're not really doing Rocky Point. Fuck you. And they put it back into a park again. I was going to say, and instead they do Rocky Horror Picture Show, but just with dogs. And then as I was thinking, I was like, that would be awesome. That would be like one of the most amazing things. <laughs> All I'm picturing is like a chihuahua with the fucking a red pug, leather. A yes, pug yes. with the red leather. What is wrong like, with us? Little, what is wrong with us? I, we both pictured a small dog wearing fishnet tights and the red leather yes. bustier. And I just think that's incredible. That's why you're my favorite. I was just going to say, this is why we're best friends. This is why we're best friends. Cheers. Oh, my God. Oh, by the way, I don't know that we mentioned it because we didn't technically crack cans on air, but we are doing it right. We're in person. We're getting drunk. We're doing all the things that the Can We Fix It pod is known and loved for. But um, we're drinking hard seltzer, so we don't have hangovers tomorrow because we are responsible women. Yeah, because we're mature now. And when you're mature, your drinking habits mature with you. Along I'm with also you. told that if you say mature, it makes you sound more. Fancy. <laughs> you fancy. Um, so yeah, that that one really that one really hurt. And once again, the Democratic Party refuses to have women who have fucking opinions. Like I do not understand with so many Republicans running this cycle, why you would waste any time and energy eating your ugh, just I, I it makes my soul just hurt mm. and like again further proves like we had a conversation where like the democratic party's party line as it were is we only fucks with incumbents like that's always their thing whenever right. whenever the co-op is running candidates against democrats they're like oh we don't endorse you guys because we only fucks with incumbents and then you had incumbent you got incumbents and you're like ooh, not those incumbents but not them but not them and why is it always strong-willed women like Maria Samini, Marcia Wrangland Vassal, me, Janine Cawkin. Why is it always mouthy broads? Like, is it 1922 or 2000? Just like that, you answered your own question. Yeah, mouthy broads. I know. I, was, I buy that. Um, another one that really, uh, just again, proved to me that you guys get what you fucking deserve is Jen Rourke. Oof. Losing. You all chose a man who wore blackface over. I, like, I can't. A black woman who has spent more time trying to make her community better than anyone I know. And y'all just, nah, not that one. We'll go with the really awful guy. The Confederate flag in man's, in like a man suit. Yeah, I, uh, it's, it's, it's really unsettling, the things that That's you guys like. scary. And like. I wonder how many of you assholes have fucking Black Lives Matter flags in your windows. Because that's like the ultimate irony. You know what I mean? Just like, mm, I care about black people, but like only when other people are watching. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> only when it's convenient for me. Uh, we obviously did have some good, some good news, right? Um, Linda motherfucking. Linda Uchifusa. Love so it. So stoked about that. Se excuse me, Senator Uchifusa. Yes. Um, that is just fucking killer. Um, we got good ones. We got Victoria Gu. We got Tina Spears. We got Megan Cotter. We got Pam Loria. We got Jen Boylan. Like, I mean, we Brianna's got, back in the mix. I, I mean, we've Tiara got a returns. lot of Tiara returns, our twerking senator. And I say that with much love. No, literally mad love. Mad love. Mad love. Returns um, for round two, three, two, which I fucking love. Yeah. I'm I'm thrilled. Yeah, there's there's good there's good things. There's happening. definitely good things happening. But it's like you know just to, to just sweep it with a broad brush of like oh a bunch of Democrats won. Aren't you excited? Like no no I'm not. Yeah, and I'm excited here, for some. And here's a thing that some like good we ones, we but... need to get we need to get real on. Um, in the primary, fifteen percent of Rhode Islanders yeah. voted. In the general, every volunteer fell off the face of the earth. Yes. Guys, I'm not trying Seriously. to be a dick here, okay? I'm really not trying to be a dick here. This is not 
a huge commitment. Every two years, you have to vote two times so that your life doesn't suck ass. This literally directly benefits you, the voter. Every two years, you have to vote in a primary and a general. It's two. It's not hard. It's not rocket scientists. They come one right after the other. It is a very simple process. And yet, none of you are capable of two elections in a row. It just fucking, I can't do it. my fucking mind. I, it, it, it is, it is so frustrating as somebody who like, it's the epitome of like, help me help you. Yeah. Help me fucking help you. Yeah. Help me help you. You are drowning. I have a lifesaver. Stop kicking me in the dick while I'm trying to save your yes. life. Yes. Stop making this harder. Jesus. Like, <coughs> and the volunteers, okay? Like, I am so glad that y'all went so fucking hard for Matt Brown. I was going to say, so what great. volunteers? I'm so glad that all 10 of you decided to knock doors for Matt Brown every fucking weekend. Maybe not great foresight on your part to recognize that he was not a viable candidate when everybody on the doors was saying no, but do you think chicken wing? I'm not here to judge. What I am here to judge you about is the minute that it fucking matters. Okay. Cause here's the thing at the end of the day in a democratic primary, who's going to win that Jen? Oh, just one Democrat. Uh, oh, a Democrat. Yeah. Oh, cool. So a Democrat. So in a democratic primary, we can all safely assume that a f- a fucking Democrat is going to win. Why? That's the assumption. Yeah. Drop off the face of the earth when it's Democrats versus Republicans. Yeah. Are you high? What are you doing? Well, okay, that was a dumb question. Yeah. Of course obviously. You're high. But what are you doing, guys? Like everybody, the minute the primary was over, was like, oh, but I am like, tired. Yeah. Well, I can be high and do work too, and so should you. <laughs> that is just not going to cut it anymore. When your candidate loses. Get behind other candidates. It doesn't mean your work is done. And that's actually a real shit way to be a progressive. My candidate lost, so I'm going to pack up and go home. And I'm never going to knock another door because that'll show them. That showed them. All right. This is Bernie Bros part two, right? It's yeah. like, if I can't have what I want, then no one nobody else can have anything. anything. And it's like, that is the most childish, selfish, ridiculous like way to go about your fucking voting policy. Like, do you think that when I lost my election, I just stopped voting? That would be legitimately insane. Mm-hmm. If I lost one race and was like, that's it, I'm never playing kickball again. It's over. It is a sedentary life for yep. me. Like, what the fuck, you guys? Like, come on. Like, and again, it's voters and it's volunteers, right? So, like, yeah. It is, it is just deeply unsatisfying to I me. I mean, they packed this. it up oh, after the primary this literally. year. I shuttered the fucking house, I locked know. it, didn't let anyone in. No one came out. It was like fucking... I got a couple factory. messages from people who were like, yo, I reached out to try to knock doors for the general election and nobody ever got back. Yeah, dude. Seriously? Yeah, dude. Not yeah. for me, right? Yeah. No, I didn't no, think no, no. so. Relax. I would never do that to you. Yeah. Um, uh, but like that shit was like deeply fucking unsettling. Yeah. That shit was deeply unsettling. And this was, of course, after I could do anything about it. It was like yeah. after the general where they it were like, like, hey, I just want to be clear that like I did try. I tried. Doors, and, uh, and got uh, rebuffed. They never called me back. And yeah. I was just like, dope. Dope. That's what you want to fucking hear. That's what you want to hear is that you wouldn't even like facilitate volunteers. Like, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. No doubt. Uh, I hate all of you. Um, I have a Rhode Island specific conspiracy theory. Well, actually, maybe it's not Rhode Island specific, but this is the only place I've ever lived. So it's the only uh, generalization I'm willing to make at this time. I think that Rhode Islanders not voting is like a deliberate thing. Everybody always says like, oh, it's because the state's blue and it's always going to be blue. And that's why I don't vote is because I know it's going to be blue. It'll be fine no matter what. But I think that Rhode Islanders' favorite thing to do is fucking complain. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, it's like this. So, like, I say all the time, like, I generally do not give A plus effort when it comes to, like, real big things. Because I've 
serious self-esteem issues. And if I gave A plus effort and lost, I don't know that I could recover from that. So I always give myself a little bit of buffer room and I always give like B plus effort. Mm -hmm. Okay. And most of the time that's good enough, but I give B plus effort in like big endeavors because then if I lose, I have that little that bit of little, room Yeah, you can fall back on that. Where I can like, be well, like, yeah, but if I did my best, I, I could have totally done better. Won. Yeah. I if I did my best, one. I would not have lost. But I didn't do my best. I yeah. did like my second best. I did pretty good. Right. I did all right. And like, that's low key how I feel like Rhode Islanders approach elections. Mm. Where they're like, I don't want to give it my all vote consistently, give a shit about the issues, testify on bills, do all that stuff, and still lose. Yeah, it's a bad feeling. I, I so get that. I'm it's not, a bad feeling. So, I, But rather but, than... But, oh yeah, no, there's a big butt attached. Right. So I'm going to give, and I'm not going to even call it B+, plus. it's like C- minus game. Yeah. You're just trying to fucking get out of here with a cap and gown. You show there's up like sometimes. No fucks given here. Um, But like, it very much feels like that's how Rhode Island voters approach elections now is just like i'm not gonna give it a hundred percent because what if i give it a hundred percent and everything still sucks yeah then i'll really feel cynical it's like that preservation i will do nothing and complain about it the whole fucking time Mm -hmm. and my new favorite thing to do when people complain about the state of affairs in this state is to ask if they fucking voted. And if they didn't, I say respectfully, you don't get to bitch. You don't get an opinion. You just don't. You don't vote. You you don't get you to bitch. You don't get to bitch. Yeah. If you don't vote, I don't care about your fucking opinion. Right. Because you, you don't the care chance. about your opinion. Yeah. You had the chance. You care enough to be on Twitter. You care enough to be on oh. Facebook. But if you don't care enough to actually back that up, then yeah. why should I? Yeah. Yeah. You want a keyboard warrior it all night long? Have at it. But you can't go and step into a voting booth and vote. You can't do anything that would help your situation in the slightest. I can't tell you how many people who were like, hate, hate the state of politics in Rhode Island, but like ask them to get off Twitter and, and make phone calls for an hour for a candidate instead Oh, fuck no. That's not happening. That's not happening because you'd rather bitch into the ether than do something about it. You know what's it. funny is that I always use positive reinforcement with volunteers. Whenever I get called, I um, even if I'm not, especially honestly, if I'm not voting for their candidate. Yeah. The first thing I'll say is like, oh, man, thank you so much for calling and for mm-hmm. like volunteering your time right. for a candidate that you believe in. Like, that's really dope. I'm not voting uh, for Brett Smiley, unless I get like a full lobotomy between now and the primary election. But I greatly appreciate that you took time but out of you your are day doing this. to make exactly. this call. You can go ahead and take me off your list and never call me again because I will not change my mind on this. Mm-hmm. But I so appreciate all the effort that right. you're doing. And like, I joke, but like, I know that my house must be everybody's favorite house to knock on. Yeah. Right. Because I'll just, I'll just be like, yo, put me down for a four and come back with a lawn sign. Don't waste your time on this door. Fucking beat it. Hustle. You know what I mean? Like, and, and like, I remember loving those doors. I remember one door I went to had a sign in the window that said, put us in van for fours, four, and then listed all their candidates all the I way down. And then it was that. like, leave lawn signs on the side of the house. And I was just like, I you fucking love you. Best. I remember like taking a photo and like blurring out their fucking like, like identifying stuff and just be like, every voter should be like this. This is the way. Every voter should be like this. Um, now, I don't know how I would have felt if my name was not on that sign. Like, do I knock still? She seems pretty clear. Yeah, they're pretty confident in their vote. She seems pretty confident. Like I she would knows not. what she's doing. Yeah. Um, I would never. I would be like, this is their answer. We're moving on. We're all on. set on that one. Yeah. Um, we're good. Yeah, but it was just like, I I, I really am starting to lose patience with um, with Rhode Islanders' inability to give a shit. Like, And again, I, I maybe it's like this in every state. Yeah, maybe I, I just I have the luxury of like. Don't know. And I don't want to know. I want to believe it's just us. If I start comparing voter turnout in every state, it's probably going to make me incredibly depressed. Oh my God, I'll never vote again. Uh, exactly. You'd be like, it is not worth it. You are correct. You're right. Look at that. You all were on to something. What if it's like 12% in every state? What if, yeah. oh my God, I wonder what the highest, you know what, actually, this is deeply unsettling. The highest rate of voting is Puerto Rico because their votes don't count. And so they vote 
everybody votes in Puerto Rico as like a show to be like, you know, if you let us vote, all of us would do it, right? Whereas like everybody here has the fucking legal ability to vote and their votes count. And we're like, nah. And they don't. And but we've even made it Tuesday. easier for you. But it's Taco Tuesday. I don't want to vote on Taco Tuesday. I, gotta drink I want to go right to the bar and have Marg's and eat tacos. <sighs> damn. God Remember damn. how you said you were going to end this on a positive note? How do we turn this? How do we turn this fucking sad car around? I can't. <laughs> I can turn the sad car around. So I don't know. Maybe I can't as much as I really want to, but there were, I mean, there's still positive things. I had really good people who came out to canvas, not a ton, but like three diehards and a couple tangentials who popped in and out a couple people who made phone calls. Um, I had a lot of really good conversations and it does make you like your neighbors more when you sit and you talk to them more sneering at me right now. No, 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 no. I was actually, I was thinking about that story that I told you earlier where I got a message from somebody who said that their friend was voting for Jen specifically because Jen's daughter slaps. And I was like, fuck yeah, she does. Yeah. I just thought that was a really cool reason to want to vote for somebody. I think so too. I raised a good human. So therefore I deserve your vote. You raised a couple. Yeah. Um, I raised a couple. And they're good people. So, you know, shit happens. I didn't plan on winning because I never do in this area. So I'm happy. Well, so one of the things that makes me happy, and I was actually telling the story earlier today, is uh, I was at a kid's birthday party last week. And I looked around and realized that I was one of only three moms there. Because all the other people who brought their kids to the party were dads. And I could not think of a time where that had been the case, where the dads at a birthday party outnumbered the moms. Yeah. And then it made me think back to my first Christmas party at the state house where I brought my boyfriend at the time. And he was one of like three dudes in a corner by themselves that were like not representatives or senators. Right. were there as like the quote unquote plus ones. Yeah. And by my fourth, Christmas party there. There was like this whole collection of <laughs> husbands and boyfriends just standing in a corner having no idea what the fuck to do with themselves. Love it. And I did, I really did. I appreciated it so much. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I genuinely thought when I saw the results of this past election were like, there's going to be so more plus one husbands and boyfriends just standing in a corner like, I don't know how to be a plus one at a party. Yeah. This is very hard. I love very much. And you know what? Everything did lean more progressive, more female centered, which you know what? It's just never going to be fast enough for me. Yeah. Because, because everything is so fucking dire right now. Like I was wearing a tank top in November yesterday. Right. Like what the fuck, dude? That's not good. That's no, not good. It's not good. Um, like, but I, you know, I, it's, it's easy to lose sight of, of how far we've come. Um, so I think it might be fun for us to spend this next little while taking a trip down memory lane because I was looking back at some of our old episodes and there were a couple of them that were just a fucking absolute delight. Total joy. To to record. Yep. Um, and I was thinking we could go, we could go one for one on some of these. That so sounds why good. Why don't you start us off? My favorite was our dramatic reading of all of the LG candidates. Uh, oh, resumes. yeah, the lieutenant governor resume. That was when we first started doing the podcast together. And literally like three weeks in, you're like, hey, look what just landed in yeah, my lap. That was so much research and homework, but so mm-hmm. much fucking fun. It was a really good time. You know who I, I that immediately made me remember. Do you remember the lady who was running for lieutenant governor, who was like, my husband said I'd be really good at being the lieutenant governor. My husband said that I should run yeah. for lieutenant governor. Way and to we lean like, in. Lean the fuck in, bitch. Way to lean, lean in, in. Bitch. Get it together. It. Oh my God. And then the guy who- The guy with the head injury. Yes, the guy that we originally were not going to make fun of. Right. And then he came at us he came like at us. an asshole yeah. on Twitter. Talking all just fucking, and I was like, all oh, you want smoke? We got smoke, bro. You sent four resumes in to be the lieutenant governor. Yeah. Just so we're clear. Maybe you should have had somebody to run those by. Yeah. Also, logistically, how the fuck was that going to work? Just every day you wake up and Groundhog we're like, day. But, yes, but no, I was thinking 51st date. Yes. Like, hey, you're the lieutenant governor. Don't no panic. Way. Everything just like on a VHS yeah, on a VHS tape, tape every morning. Play every morning. Like, you are oh the lieutenant God. governor. 
don't worry, there's not a lot involved. You yeah, can no, just literally, go, you can you can just go about your life. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Ask Dan. Yeah. His biggest achievement was collecting all the seals from the cities and towns, which is the most made-up task I've ever heard of. I am positive. So that was one of his very first interviews when he became governor. Somebody said, what was your proudest moment as lieutenant governor? And he said, when I went around to all the cities and towns in Rhode Island and collected their various city and town seals. And the minute I heard that story, all I could think was that Dan had gone into Gina Raimondo's office and been like, all right, boss, what are we fucking doing? What are we doing today? You are going to. Get the fuck out of the state house. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna drive. Yeah. You're gonna get a car and you're gonna drive. You're gonna give me the word on the street. You're gonna give <laughs> You're gonna be my you're word on the streets, guys. <laughs> and you're just gonna go from city to city and you are gonna get their their town seals. Their, their town, town seals. seals. He you're gonna go and you're gonna bring them all to me like some weird ass Pokemon hunt exactly. where you gotta catch them all. Like that was the most made up, get the fuck out of the office and out of my face yep. task that ever was given. And the fact that he didn't know it was more endearing than anything else. It was. No clue at all. That almost makes me okay that I voted for him. Right. I remember the days where he had Thanks, to set boss. up his own chairs for his press conference. That's one of my favorite <laughs> photos ever. Is he had a press conference and he invited all the press and like... No one went, but there's a photo from like Steve Alquist who goes to fucking everything because he has like six clones that just show up at I'm every convinced. fucking. There's no way there's only one of him. No. He's definitely a sex tuplet, and he just didn't tell and anybody, no one knows. including his family. Um, but there's a photo of Dan with like a bunch of folding chairs under his arm because he was so unimportant that he had to set up his own folding chairs for his events. Like that shit was objectively hilarious. Yeah. Um. What other, there were a couple other LG ones that, oh, remember the guy that was like, we're going to be good cop, bad cop. Yes. You want to play good cop, I bad cop. And he was like, I can't wait to be the bad cop. Was and I was very like, that's excited not about good. that. That's not good when somebody's excited about shooting down people's dreams. Yeah. Maybe don't hire this guy. There was like the 20 year old who like was ran so an ice cream shop and like Grover Cleveland was his favorite president. And we're like, weird shit. The guy that was like, like, I've got a Grover Cleveland back tattoo and I'm really into it. And he like didn't specify at all why why that was his position. He it was just, just like was. I ran an ice cream shop. I fucking love Grover Cleveland and I'm ready to be the lieutenant governor. And it was just like and that was the day that we realized that like we set standards for ourselves. Way too high. There are no standards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, if you as a fucking 20 year old man can be like, you know what? I too have the experience to co-run the state. I'm like the best you know person what? for this job. We can ask for that raise, Jen. Yeah. You know? I think maybe it's time. It's time to lean in. Yeah. Um, I see your lieutenant governor resumes and I raise you a Democrat, a Democratic Highlander. There can only be one. And that was also my favorite. We had Jeff Levy of the Baby Steps Party. We had Jason Royas of the Machiavellian wing of mm -hmm. the party. We had Jackie Goldman as our oh, dirty, Ultra, hippie, dirty hippie, dirty hippie wing. Um, you were. Jen Coyne McDouglas. Yes. And you were the, the establishment. The establishment dem. And I was the co-op left. Yes. And it was like the most amazing. And like, honestly, we all leaned so far into our roles in that episode that there were times where I was like, I can't tell if this is parody. I feel like <laughs> we're parodying, parodying the parody of ourselves. Like yeah. Jackie would say some shit where I would be like, I'm not confident that that's this is not untrue. True. Like she said something like, oh, I own like six hatchets. And I was like, no, but that is a fact. I feel like it was seven hatchets. And yes, it's true. Well, no, I know it for a fact. It's true. I'm just a little hazy on the, on amount the number of hatchets. of hatchets. Jackie, if but you I could know get back it's more than and three. Remind us how many hatchets you have. And she sent us, they sent us a photo. They sent us uh, a yes, photo of them with all their fucking all the hatchets. hatchets. It was the and best. Now, here's the thing. As a as a as a bisexual, I can totally appreciate because I own six hammers. I am actually and I can't get rid of any of them because they're all different kinds of hammers for different kinds of projects. So it's like it's not the same hammer. 
You know what I mean? It's exactly. Like, it's, you wouldn't understand if you don't do woodworking <laughs> or landscaping. Um, you know how we do. Um, but that was one of my favorites. Boom. Because, yeah. Oh, wow. No, that's four at least. That's a lot of hatchets. They're Five. big. They're larger than I thought. They look so badass. I love that I know. Photo. I want that to be the background on my phone now. So Send anyhow, I have a um, photo that, that Jackie had sent us, and they're sitting there with all these hatchets, and they're just fucking amazing. One of those is an ice axe. Yeah, I recognize it. Do you like that? You like that? I know you like that. It's good stuff. Um, yeah, that was one of my favorite. That Not only to... to uh, to post, but just to film. That was like such a fun episode. It was such a good time. Um, that was the episode where somebody afterwards said you had to have a PhD in Rhode Island in order to yes! understand it. Yes, we had so to do we a had decoder to do episode. We had I to remember do the that. Afterwards. That one oh was good. Oh my God, that was, that was a good time. That was a good one. Oh, what else? I can't even think. They all, they all run together because it's hilarious. It's like every time we get together, it's awesome. I liked a lot of there our interviews. There was the one I liked our interviews too, but I also liked the time we sat in your bedroom and drank a pitcher of margaritas and we talked about oh, bad behavior from the men. That was after the Scott McKay incident where oh, he- Oh, shit. Where he, I blocked that out like a yeah, fucking Vietnam memory, where he Where he got on Twitter- I and, started shit-talking Monica Lewinsky. shit-talked Monica Lewinsky and called her like a slut. I believe Oh, yeah, straight up. It was like straight yeah, yeah. up called her a slut and we, we, we lost our shit. and we're just like- It was also the same time that Bill fucking Gilbert filmed that video and told Matt about- Brown to come get his women- and we were done with men. I do at that love, one. I genuinely do love whenever it wasn't. He didn't call Matt Brown. He called our boss, was, Steve Alquist. Well, he he said in his in his in his video and video he told Matt Brown to come, get, Matt us Brown to come get us, <laughs> yeah. and then he called our boss it as is, if Steve was going to fire us. It is objectively hilarious to me when piece of shit men think that decent men. Um, give a fuck about what, what they think, quote unquote, their women are yeah. doing, right? So, like, the amount of emails that our producer Greg has gotten over the last two years, just being like, these foul-mouthed, salty, <laughs> individual females, Rods. just absolutely, you should be ashamed to put this on your and on your station. This is just, and Greg consistently is just like. Eat rocks. Like, fuck off. Like, Greg is absolutely hilarious about it. And he always shares them with me. But he consistently is just like, what the fuck makes you think that I have the A, desire, or B, ability to tell either of these women what to fucking do on their podcast? Not going to happen. Goddamn mind. That was, that like reminds me of one of my favorite, one of my favorite Jorge Lorza stories was. There was one time at some kind of city council event or whatever where some political insider told Jorge Alorza that he needed to quiet his wife, (laughs) Stephanie, down. No. That that he really needed to get her in line because she was causing a lot of problems for him. And he literally burst out laughing just like uproarious like genuine belly laughter yeah and was just like you tell her but let me watch yes like was like i mean yeah. it's just like it is objectively hilarious that you think that i have any fucking say what stephanie does not and in the if slightest you want to tell her that she needs to shut up please let me be there when it happens yeah please let, let me, me watch there. like that would be chef's kiss. That's what I want to see. That reminds me of one of my favorite phrases that came out of our show, which I say quite often when I'm talking about stuff that I really want to happen. And the Alorza comment was what sparked it when we were saying that when Jorge's leaving office, he just needs to take a big socialist jizz all over the city. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, just do it. Mayor Lorza, just take that socialist jizz all over the city and make things better. Use your lame duck term to just, like, give out permanent, like, universal basic income to everybody in Providence. Just be like, Providence is the first city to offer uh, free health care. Yeah. You can get free health care in Providence only. Come to Providence. Just, like... 
fucking like wipe out only everybody in Providence. Yeah, UBI like, for everyone. Like medical debt and student debt. Just yep. be like, you want to call me a socialist? Oh, fucking yeah. Yeah, take a socialist oh, <laughs> Big socialist. I forgot about that. A big socialist Big jizz. socialist jizz. See, and when I was thinking about the lieutenant governor resumes, I was thinking about... um. You can dream high too if your penis is wide enough and you're mediocre <laughs> enough. You too can achieve big things. Greatness. Absolute uh, greatness. Uh, one of my favorite interviews um, was real early on. I think this was when I was still doing it solo. Was me and uh, it was when I interviewed Blake Filippi. Um, because the first, yeah, yeah we did one first, later. Because it was just so funny to like. It is always funny to me when people are confused about how <laughs> we're friends. And like, we had just such a great time recording that episode. And I just remember thinking, this is going to make everyone mad, like universally. And yeah. I love that. You know what On I mean? Like, all angles. It's going to make every corner of politics pissed off. Yeah. Because the liberals are like, why the fuck? Would you give a platform? And the Republicans are like, why would you hang out with her? Right. Why, why are you friends? Why are you friends? Um, speaking of which, not that anybody cares, but Sassy the cow had her baby. I care very deeply. I always care about a baby Blake's, cow. Blake's, Blake's cow, pregnant cow Sassy had her baby. And yes, that is newsworth reporting. <laughs> I think we can all put party can, politics aside and celebrate the birth of baby a cow. Cows. It's a baby cow. It's so little and floofy. Baby anything is adorable. Um, I liked our interview with was it Sam Howard? And we went over obscure yes. Rhode Island laws. Yes. And you can be like a rac. It's not okay to possess a raccoon, but you can hunt a raccoon if you have a flashlight. Yes. It was like the flashlight was integral to the capturing yes, of the was raccoon. Written into the law. Written into the law. Like you can't just come unawares upon a raccoon and snatch him up. It only but counts as a legal capture if you, if you have, have a flashlight. A flashlight. Which or lantern, I, it it, made it, it doesn't matter. The source of light, I'm assuming, any source of light is and fine. There was another law that said that you can't you can't measure how fast your horse is by racing it against a car. Well, that was just stupid. We hated that law. And because... I was like, but what if I want to race it against something else? <laughs> can I race it against a moped? Anything a Vespa? A Vespa? A Vespa? One of those bird scooters is my horse. <laughs> I want to know. Is my horse faster than a bird scooter? That might not be in the legislation yet. It I might not be. Blake, or I gotta borrow your horse. Blake, I gotta borrow your horse. Let's get an e-bike and a horse, and we're gonna we're gonna. Jen, have meet me on Block Island. I was just gonna say, let's go down the mean streets Stat. of Block Island. <laughs> At least they'll be empty this time of year. It'll be perfect. Oh, that's the thing. Is like last year, I went. Right in the middle of tourist season. I think Ugh. it was on my birthday. Yeah, not fun. And it was fucking miserable. And then this year I went just a couple weeks later. I went like mm -hmm. right at the beginning of September. September, yeah. As opposed that's to it. the end of August. After September 8th, oh my you're good God, to go. It was perfect. It's and heaven. the weather was great. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, yeah, no, this is when we're doing this. Yeah, it's on, so quiet. Sure. The weather's gorgeous. It's, you can't Plus, I like, already started at work. And like, you know, when you, well, this is. This is probably only applicable to me because I get the summers off. But you know, when yeah. you start back up at work after you had the whole summer off. Yeah, no. Um, and like that first couple weeks of work is like, fuck, I forgot how hard this is. I had the past week sucks. off of work and I forgot how to work when I came into work today. Yeah. I was like, how do I, what? How do I? do this. I forgot my job. Dude, I had a four day a weekend week. and I forgot how to do my fucking yeah. job. Yeah, um, I know And I feeling. used that as an excuse so many times today when somebody would be like, hey, Maura, uh, you fucked this up a little bit. And I would be like, I forgot how to do my job because we were gone it's for four days. It's one of so those things. Um, it happens. So yeah, that was one of the, the interviews with Blake were definitely highlights for me because it, again, it entertains me. Um, how yeah, much you it get, pisses you, get you guys off that we're friends. A perverse and hilarious pleasure from I that. Really yeah, you really do. Um, Who else? I liked our um, police brutality series, our BLM series with Tiara oh, and Harrison. So I know, but they were really good. I thought those were really important and very police, good. The police, yeah, yeah, that was a good. That was a good round. I also really liked um, Back to the Races. It got me a little more invested in um, races that I don't normally give a fuck about. Yeah. Um, and I think it's good. It's At least really, it did for someone, Laura. <laughs> I, yeah. 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 
That's although um, I am going to roast. I'm going to roast my boyfriend a little bit. We were going over like who, you know, he he should vote for on various things during the primary. And it got down to like city council. And he was like, what do I, what do I do here? And I was like, oh, I don't fucking know those people. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I don't like follow the fucking city council in Barrington, dude. Like that's a little fucking niche for me. Yeah. Like even for me, like I don't give a fuck about right. other city council races unless they were like a dog running. Yeah. Or like, I, a, or like a monkey find it or cool. something, you know what right. I mean? Or like a toddler, that'd be that'd be novel. Yeah. But like as a general rule, like regular I don't people, care we don't know. Wouldn't sock at city council. I don't give a shit. What? No. Yeah. Most um, people only care about their own town council, city council, or if you're Yeah, I'm not looking you know. at the school committee for fucking Riverside. <laughs> I'm good. Although you want to talk about things that made me weep. I was going into I was at the polls on election day and I ran into somebody I knew. And I knew that she was going to go in and vote for me. And then she came out and there was another girl standing next to me and she introduced herself. And my, my friend said, oh, your name might sound familiar. I didn't know who was running for school committee. So I just picked it random. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. And I thought to myself, there were Parents United people running on that slate. There was literally one good candidate running for school committee in in that particular town did they win uh no no of course they didn't no of course not this is what happens when and and and, are allowed to vote yeah so i was just like yeah that one hurt yeah that one hurt because especially as a friend yeah yeah yeah, Yeah, it was somebody i really i really like and i was just like oh my god i can't believe you just said that in front of me it was painful. Yeah. No, no, no. Back on, no, back on positives. We're back on positives. Yeah, no, no. We're, we're back. About, we're... And the positive thing is, yeah, you got a vote. Yeah, you for sure know you got one. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's all good. that really matters. At least one. That's, that's all that mattered to me. It was good. Um, yeah, I really, I loved interviewing a lot of the first time candidates because there's something really special about a politician mm-hmm. before the hope has left their eyes. Yeah, it's you know, it's nice when they like still. It think, is. In, it's inspiring. It still, is. it absolutely is. Like Kimberly and Harrison, mm-hmm. um, and uh, <clears throat> I loved our interview with Cynthia, but that's also because like Cynthia is Loki, one of my best friends. Yeah, so it's like, of course, that was going to be fun. Yeah, that was and a also good we one. were kind of right because we asked like. Are you running with Matt Brown because he like kidnapped your daughter or has like it's dark, the only way to get her back? Dark secrets, yeah, like, about you. Um, and I, what I mean to say is like we were right in that like she would have done so much better without that fucking ball and chain. She got so many more votes than he did. I know. I wonder if his stink. She got more than him, more than Dan- Luis Daniel Munoz, more than somebody else too. <sighs> like she got more than a lot of people combined. Yeah, I just... um, That was rough. I mean, again, congratulations. Congratulations. You don't want to do this, you guys. It sucks. Yeah. I know. And here's the thing. Cynthia knows firsthand how much it sucks. Right. She was a senator. Um, She knows. She knows that it is a miserable, miserable place to work. Mm -hmm. And then still was like willing to do it for us because she's such a fucking good human. Yeah. Um, Yeah, she really is. But... Yeah, I feel like we've had we've had some fun. Um, we've we've shown some of the shit behind the curtain. Yeah. Um, and now it's time for that curtain to and close. And now it's time for that curtain to close. We love you. Like this has been an absolute blast that we've been like literally getting paid to just be our salty selves. And, yeah. Like, get drunk and hang out together. It's perfect. Um, now we just get to hang out and have a good time without having to worry about this, which is and which is also perfect. Also and, perfect. Um. You know, if I did not love my job so very, very, very much, I would absolutely be willing to continue bringing you this content. But I don't feel good about not being able to speak my mind about all candidates Mm -hmm. and only being able to speak my mind about some candidates um, without jeopardizing, you know, the best job I've ever had. And so while I love you guys, I love Malcolm a whole lot more. Um, Just, you know, no word of a lie on that. So... That's, you know, one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why we got to, we got to shut this shit down before somebody realizes what pieces of shit we are on the internet. Whoever would have thought. Whoever would have thought that actions have consequences. Um, well, so, you know, this is like that free speech thing. Whenever anybody's like, you're stifling my free speech. It's like, no, 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 I'm not. Nobody arrested you for speaking freely, but I am, you know. There are consequences. I'm not trying to lose my job over like 
not worth it over calling Matt Brown a fucking selfish dickhead. Um, so I don't think that would be what would do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. But I picked a safe name. Exactly. Jen. I picked a name that wasn't going to get me in trouble. I'm even down with, with Matt that. Brown. Yeah, um, that works for me. Any, any final? Uh, we want you to continue being good neighbors. Oh yeah, continue that's, being good that's neighbors. That's really very important. Please just fucking vote. Yeah, please like, just vote. please vote. If you find a candidate that needs a little help, help them. Um, stop just kind of bitching online and maybe. Go out, touch some grass. You can do, do something it. good for your community. You can do it. Put um, your back into it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, try hard. Try, try hard. really, really hard. Try Give hard to be plus. good humans. I think in general, you know, elections mean a lot. What you're doing in your community means more. Um, so keep trying to fix that shit around you that you see. Um, you don't have to be elected to do that. You just have to be, you know, a decent a human person. being. Um, well, this has been Can We Fix It? I've been your host, Maura Walsh, along with my lovely and talented co-host, Jennifer the Vulpinator Douglas. Um, keep kicking chickens. <laughs> <laughs>